Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Please advise. It's Malls. I have the best guest ever today. Her name is Jackie Johnson. Hi, Jackie. Those are really big words. You are the best guest big ever. Big shoes to fill. I'm so excited about having you on because ever since you like literally you sat down and I asked you like the realest question I could think of because I just need to know your opinion. Like I just am like Jackie's gonna have some fucking you truth know, to spit. I just turned thirty and. I really feel wisdom is upon me. You look 22 still. Thank you. That's Jackie I'm like looks the same I'm having me, a yeah. meltdown about my age. No, you look the same Legit, as when I met you. I'm putting on eye cream like layering it, shellacking it at don't night. Don't do that actress turn 30 thing. I don't want that for you. You're I can't too help special. it though. I know, but it's, listen. What is it? Like it, it's like it, it, not every role can be like oh you have to be like a fucking 22 year old for you can't be that like, forever. I think I'm just bummed that my hottest years are gone and I wasn't famous during them. I'm going to be real. You have the best picks. You have the best like, Filters, honey. Filters are key. You have great memories. Everyone everyone who knows you is obsessed with you and loves you. Like, we got so much love that you were even coming on the pod. I honestly, I feel I feel That you. makes me feel it really good. It does get sad. Like, like, I've been feeling like my face is falling off in chunks around my feet. Oh, my God. And, like, you that's don't just- even have lines around your eyes. I have like bag and sagging bags. Like you just need a night's sleep. I just got but a you, facial. I'm not, I'm not even confirming that you have bags. I don't think you do. But my, whenever you have my bags, esthetician goes, I was like, "Be real with me right now, Denise. Be real. Do I need Botox?" <laughs> she goes, "No, but you, you could don't. use some eye cream." She goes, "But you could use some eye cream." You're tired. You're a busy fucking woman. It's hydration though, and that's oh, key to youth. Is hydration. You're like so fucking healthy though. You're all vegan. I'm really and shit. healthy. Yeah. yeah, I don't drink. I mean, yeah, you don't do anything. Lots of good sleep. I know. I why, know don't, man. why aren't you drinking water? Because it's I don't I don't have a thirst. You know, you people have soda? a thirst. I don't have a thirst. You don't. You're not thirsty. I'm just never thirsty. You're not an orly. I'm. I always have to have like nine million beverages around yeah. me, and I realize it's because I have probably a some like crazy. Yeah, oral fixation yeah. as well. Like I need a straw or something near my mouth at all times. I mean, I love gum. You do. I love gum. Yeah. But you're not a very thirsty person. I'm just, so I don't have a thirst. I, I'm so fucking thirsty all the time. That's good though. Look how good your skin looks. It looks supple no, like a I baby. I don't drink water. I'm like Victoria Beckham. Like I haven't drank water in five years. I never drank water as a kid ever. All I drank was soda. Yeah. Yeah. I don't drink soda anymore though. I love that. I wish I was a kid who was allowed to drink soda. Oh my God. I had, I ate the worst food. I had IBS and it was so <laughs> bad. And nobody said, maybe you should feed your kid a real meal. <laughs> I ate nothing but Taco Bell and McDonald's and drank Dr. Pepper like it was going That's out of style. That's tough to be a kid in Texas with IBS. I have to no, say. Well, no, you one, love no one helped. So like, yeah. you know, they're like, here, have another fucking Big Mac, Jackie. That'll help. Yeah. You know? And it finally all went away when I went vegan. These are things we have to figure out on our own as a 
adults. No one's gonna, yes. you know, it sucks. You know how many movies I missed? Mm -hmm. I was at the movie theater in the bathroom. <laughs> Man on the Moon, remember that movie? I still haven't seen the rest of it. <laughs> because of your IBS. I was in the bathroom the whole movie. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Well, I missed everything. I missed events. Um, there's photos, family photos that I'm not in. Cause I was in the bathroom. <laughs> it was really hard for me. That is, I mean, yeah, having that's IBS tough. as an actor is so difficult. That sounds terrible. Because I'm in the car, forever. but I'm in the car for like hours going to the Sony lot, and I'm like, right. oh god, I'm feeling not good. You got to go through the gate. You got to go through the parking. You got to walk, and I'm trying to memorize lines. Yeah, and keep my cool. <laughs> you know, it's so. Yeah. And there's no public bathrooms in LA. No, I know the. <laughs> there's a McDonald's at Sunset and Crescent Heights. There's a bathroom that is unlocked and there's a parking lot. Why do I know this? Because I there are no such thing. That's the only one. Easy to park, easy to walk in, nobody bothers you, no locks. <laughs> I have had a few terrible episodes in that bathroom. I'll just be real with everybody. Jackie, you're amazing. Sorry, everyone in the I'm internet. So, do you take lactate now? If you no. eat, no, because you're vegan. That's right. I mean, if I cheat or something, I feel it. And that's why I tell people, be like, you don't drink, you don't party. I go, I will die if I drink. That's when I was had the worst IBS yeah. and acid reflux, like Ashley Simpson's status. That hurts. I mean, every morning after I drank, it was just burning. Yeah. And I, so I'm, I'm just too delicate. I'm just a t very delicate woman. Was that hard for you to, like, when everyone else is around drinking, like, you Well, don't I mean, care? I used to drink. I know. I mean, I would, I threw it down in my day. I know. Jackie we J would down get down. Times Hell together, yeah, girl! It's not hard anymore. I because I just smoke weed now, right. and I can say that because I have a weed card. I'm a legit patient you of can medical say that cannabis. I would murder someone if they arrested you for for saying that you smoke pot. Go ahead, pull me over. I got a card. It is medical. I need it for my medical. There's some serious gesticulation happening here. Yeah, that I if wish cops you guys are could waiting by my house <laughs> when I get out of here, I'll be like, I got my card. Suck Go ahead. it. Yeah. Yes, take that. Suck it, officer. Yes, take that. <laughs> Um, girl, I, uh, I want to know all about your acting. What's going on right now? You just had something come out, right? Um, sort of. So I, um, a year and a half ago, I had this random audition and it was super like cryptic and shady. And I showed up and they were like, okay, we want you to slay your name, your height. And then immediately just say, doctor, you needed, uh, you're needed in the other room for an emergency. Okay. And so I was like. Jackie Johnson, five foot ten. Doctor, you're needed in the other room for an emergency. And they're like, okay, thanks. I left. I get a call from my manager. He goes, um, you just booked uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's movie? And I was like, what? So I worked on it for a week. Inherent Vice, it just came that's out. That's so exciting. And it was like the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. Um, but in the in the movie, you can see me, but you, my line got cut. Oh. But... I kind of had a feeling that would happen because I've had two friends cut out of top, Paul, two people I know were cut right. out of the Masters, Scott Rogers and Josh Fadum. Oh, you might okay. know them. They're okay. both comedian, yeah, yeah, yeah. comedians. Um, so I knew that he shoots like 85 hours. Yeah. Because he's an auteur and a visionary. Yeah. As are we all artists. Can I be honest with you, Yeah. Honey? I fell asleep during the first 10 minutes of yeah. the movie and I kept screaming yeah. at Derek, watch for Jackie, watch yeah. for Jackie. And yeah. then I woke up and he was like, were you wearing a wig? No. Was your blonde? Was your my hair blonde? was on fleek. No, no, it was red. It was red and looking good. That must have been why, because he was yeah. like, I didn't see Jackie, and so oh, that's why. I mean, but I knew to his I credit, saw you in I'm something. Essentially, an extra. I saw you in a clip. You have to like, like squint and like, but it's crazy because I didn't tell anyone I was involved in it because I signed crazy paperwork. That's why for like a year I couldn't brag to anyone. 
Okay. Um, and because I'm a pro and I don't brag on my internet, you know, Facebook or whatever. Yeah. But um, I couldn't tell anyone, but I started getting random texts, like people going to the screenings of it, like the director's yeah. guild screener. I'd be like, oh my God, did I just see you? In-? And I was like, oh my God, I'm in it. I'm in it. Like I was so excited. And then we went to like the cast and crew screening and I was like, it's coming up, it's coming up. And then I was like squinted and I was barely see myself. And I was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. That's still the so, struggle is that real. is like, that's. That's still such a big no, deal it was, to get I picked can't out even of tell all you those random. I can't even tell you. Up. I can't even tell you. It was amazing. I mean, I was supposed to be there one day, and he ended up keeping us a week because he kept having visions. Right. Oh, love and a vision. My my role changed. I was supposed to be like a lobotomized teen. Okay. At this crazy folk home, uh-huh. and then he ended up making me a doctor assistant. So I got to like, I was like a yes man to the doctor. And it was so fun because I was supposed to just go doctor in the other room and then that was it. And instead I got to be in this long scene. And in the movie, the scene is like 10 seconds, but we shot a ton of shit. Yeah. That's what happens in the movie business, guys. If y'all want to hear about being an extra, I was an extra for like two years professionally when I first moved here. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I remember you yes, used to go do those. crazy shit. But, yeah. But I remember you had to go to like the beach one day for something. It was yep. like 90210. Um, I mean, I went to the beach for so many things. Like CSI Miami, Dexter. I mean, so much and crazy movies. And you would just movies. go wait in the pen or whatever? Like, yeah, and, how does it work? so degrading and terrible, yeah. yeah but I, I, know only that did, I only did union extra work, so okay. let's get real. Is that how you got your side card? No, I was, yeah. I was Taft Hartlead on the set of Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, the Aaron Sorkin dramedy. <laughs> Brilliant, but canceled. Okay. I was doing background work, my second job ever. Yeah. And... I was wearing this hoochie dress from BB. Uh-huh. And that's the key. Anyone out there that's trying to be an extra, wear a hoochie dress and they will put you in the front of the show. That's the rule. <laughs> so, and I had my terrible highlights because I, I used to pretend I was Misha Barton when I first moved here. Oh, cause, okay. Because I used to kind of look like her. And yeah, I, yeah, and I got my hair cut like You're her. You're prettier than her, Thanks. though. I mean, I've seen her in person. She's really pretty. But anyway. <laughs> um, so I wore this hoochie BB dress. And they were like, oh, we've decided to add a part. And they were like, oh, you know who'd be good? That Hoochie in the silver dress. Go get her. <laughs> oh, no So way. I didn't know what was going on. And they were like, cool, come on in. And so they put me in the scene. And at first I was just, I was signing, the, the lead guy was signing an autograph. Yeah. And then Aaron Sorkin himself <laughs> rolls up and goes, <laughs> he goes, you know what? It's awkward. She should say something. You Do you mind saying a line? And I go, Thank you so much. He goes, say thank you so much. The script supervisor runs in, adds line. And I didn't know at the time oh that this is God. defying Hollywood. Oh my I God. did not know this doesn't happen. No. And meanwhile, all these like older guys were like, I've been, I worked on the West Wing for eight years and I never got a line. <laughs> Whose dick did you suck? And all this shit. And I'm like, I didn't do nothing. I'm just they wearing a hoochie said that dress. Out loud to no, you? I'm kidding. People oh. were throwing shade at me like crazy. Oh my God. And I was just like, oh, cool. And it's crazy because my shot is nuts. It's a Sorkin sweep. Yeah. Basically, they follow me through the crowd. And as soon as I turn a corner, it turns and there's Sarah Paulson and Matt, Matthew Perry. They were cute off of me. I'm an actor. Oh my God. And I joined the Screen Actors Guild and I quit my job at Cheesecake Factory at the Grove and I said, I'm famous. I'm not kidding. I really did. I quit my job at Cheesecake Factory and I said, I am so famous. Like, I'm on the up and up. Girl, I'm I out. I've done the same thing. <laughs> but guess I what? I would have bought the hoochie desk and quit my job. I would have been like, yeah, I made it. But, That's fucking, we're young. We but, were young, dude. You're but guess what? Kids. I haven't been on TV since. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a little bit, but... I mean, no. that was, I'm so terrified that that was it for me, guys. No, it you wasn't it I mean? for you, but I think that is so 
fucking real that you oh, say that because yeah. like I worry all the time. I spent I've spent like almost all my trooper girls' money. Like someday yeah. like a residual check you. will come in. I'm telling but, like, you. I, that could be it for me. Sometimes, sometimes I wake and up and I'm like, terrifying the career we've chosen. But also, sometimes I'm like, maybe that needs to be enough. Like, maybe right. if I have been, like, if I if that's the most money I make in my life, I will always do things that I'm proud of. I don't always need right. to make money. And I think that, like, you know, same thing for actors. You can you're always producing your own stuff, new right. your own stuff at UCB. You're very active in that. You're always busy and like doing stuff. And you're oh, just God. such an MVP. Like, you really um. are. That's I think. You're so that's you must be a very memorable person. I would say your memorability is very, very high because for someone to pick you out of all of those fucking people, I mean, it wasn't just the silver hoochie BB dress. I'm sure other people there were dressed like, you know, I mean, I looked pretty hot. I yeah, lie. I was 22. That's what I'm saying. But I'm, your personality I is wasn't like famous special. in my 20s. I wasted them all away. <laughs> You, you know? have the one. You do have a really good one, though. I'm gonna be like Jessica Chastain. Bitch didn't hit till she was 34. Yeah, you know what I mean. And she's radiant. And we were talking about John Hamm on the last podcast too. We were like, oh, if yeah. he had just moved home to wherever he was from, and he, he would hit him. rock bottom. Like he didn't have a car. He had like a shitty car that died on the side of the road. I mean, I got a Prius. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. You know? Oh, you got a Prius now? Yeah, girl. I love that. Do you love it? Yeah, it's amazing. I'm I mean, my I'm making today. my I'm so living excited. as an actor. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm being told we have to wrap it up. You're making your living as an actor, though. I am. I'm in three commercials right now. But that's you can't, huge. I know, but you can't see me at all. It's like it's like this is a means to an end. I need my art. Yeah, you gotta watch the Elastic Heart video. Like oh, this the is your Elastic Heart video. It makes me want to just give up because I'm like I will never make anything that meaningful. Oh, you no. have? Do y'all watch it? No. Oh my God, Shia. Shia LaBeouf is gonna be my husband. Yeah. I'm there, like, I'm here for like Maddie from <laughs> Dance Moms. Oh my God, isn't she amazing? It, it's not like- no, you gotta watch it again <laughs> because the way Shia is so tender with her, I'm like, you need to be the dad to my kids. Like, just watch it. I like, I'm not gonna shade you for loving him, but I do think it's like, no, I don't get it for you. I don't. I think you're cuter than him. No, I listen. It's my goal to. I sound fun- I'm going to I'm manifest. Like, you're prettier it. than No, Misha I Martin. manifest people into my life. That's what I do. Yeah. I'm, I manifested the T-Mobile girl into my life. You know, I'm going to manifest. <laughs> I want to know how you're friends with the T-Mobile girl, but we have to start doing our calls. And oh my God. So let's, uh, let's see. I'll just have if, to come back the, another time. <laughs> no, because people are ever, well, yeah, you're going to come back. Duh. Guys, we all watched the T-Mobile girl on TV and said, I want her to be my best friend. She's so beautiful and fun. And I want her to be my best friend. I did it. So I need to teach lectures on how to manifest things into your life. Yeah. Because clearly I'm good at it. You are good at it. Come on, Shia. Coming at me, Shia. Uh, <laughs> I believe it'll happen for you. I feel like he's available. I mean, I think he lives in Echo Park. Yeah. All right. Let's take our calls. Hey, Miles. Uh, my name's Camille. I am uh, originally from L.A. I love your podcast. And so when I hear it, I'm like, oh, home. Um, and I'm living in Chicago right now. Um, I work at this really nice marketing company, and um, there's this girl that I work with that I kind of have a crush on. So a little background. Um, I mainly only date men, but I've had experiences with, with women, and I like women, but I never, like, date women. I like to hook up with girls, whatever. And uh, so there's this girl that I work with that, like, immediately when I met her, I had, like, this huge crush. And so, number one, it's like, oh, holy crap, I never, like, I'm not that into girls all the time. This is weird. I kind of really like her. 
And number two, I work with her, and I my cardinal rule is I never date anybody I work with because, you know, shit hits the fan, and then everything's messed up. Anyways, um, it'd be nice to get a little advice just to kind of hear from somebody else. Is it something that maybe I should try to pursue? I don't know. I don't even always hit on girls. <laughs> I don't even know if uh, this is the right question for your podcast. Um, but, um, you know, what do you think? Maybe somebody can uh, give me some advice. Okay, Camille. Um Girl, Just, you don't need lesbian drama at your job. And I really like think that I think that this is a good sign. It means that you have more options. Like, this is great that you met a girl that you're really attracted to. I just don't think she can be an option right now. I agree. I mean, no matter what your gender or creed, mm-hmm. do not date people at work. No. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I think you should just. It can be hard when you're stuck at work for all those hours. And so many people meet their partners at work. Absolutely. Yeah. I just don't think you need to like experimental new types of relationships in your life. That kind of drama is not going to serve you well in any way. Like Because it's going to be ultimately like you're new to navigating this type of relationship. You know, it's going to be a little bit different. And also... I wonder if this girl is... You don't even know if she's gay. That's what I'm saying. I'm really interested in that. Yeah. But, you know, like Camille said, I think sexuality is a continuum. You never know. I don't think... I think if you see somebody, you're into them regardless of what they identify. Look, you don't know how close... I don't know how close they get at their work. You don't know how close you guys are going to get. You're kind of new to this job, it sounds like to me. And uh, I think that there could be a night out. I don't know if this is the type of job you have, but if you all go out drinking or something, you can make a joke about it. Don't be a creep, but like one and done. Do you know what I mean? If she... If you make an advance or make a suggestion or even just like say something flirtatious and she gives you nothing... Then, then, Def- yeah. then take that, take take that for what it is. Right, but, I agree uh, with that. But if she goes for it, I mean, look, she's just got to give it a little while. You have to get- And I think take it slow, become her friend, get to know her. Because I don't, I can't tell you how many times I was like instantly attracted to someone and then you'd have a conversation with them and you're like, oh, you're not okay. Totally. Like, this was totally a fallacy. Totally. So, That's yeah. That's like 90% of the dates I've ever been yeah. on. I'm just like, why did I even think this would be an okay yeah. option? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, well, yeah. So, Camille, just, you know, keep it in your pants a little bit. Maybe concentrate on work. And um, I'm glad that you're experimenting. But you can't just go experiment at a lesbian bar. And uh, I'm I'm sorry that you love this girl and can't have her right now. But we can't always have what we want. But you know what you could do, Camille? Go do background work on Empire because that mm-hmm. shoots in Chicago. Okay. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, like Oprah? Like Oprah? Yes. And because that's what I would do if I lived in Chicago. I would get warm. She'll probably meet a sexy lesbian mommy yes. on the set of, uh, of Empire. Empire. Yeah. I mean, Team Cookie all the way. <laughs> like one of Cookie's former prison inmates. So what I'm saying. Yeah. Get in there, yeah, girl. Do a prison back flash, like, flashback. You're like totally. I want to be on Empire. Meeting out some girl underneath a little like window that she talks to her kids <laughs> through. <laughs> oh my God. I want to be on Empire so bad. I'm You're manifesting that. to the writers of Empire for that idea an, slash gem. An orange is a new black kind of gem. Yeah. Hell yeah, girl. Hi, Malls and Jackie. If this gets read or listened to on your next episode, this is Condi from your old Tumblr follower days. I hope you guys are good. I miss you. Um, I was going to call and talk about how I've had a 
pretty shitty 2015 so far. Um, as of four months ago, I was in a relationship with someone that was really a big step for me. I did a lot of work, and I fell in love with someone, and it was the first time I had really let a guard down and let somebody in, and it was a huge relationship to me. And on New Year's Day, he admitted that he cheated on me, and he thought that he was having a drinking problem and was going to get help, and from there we thought that we were going to stay together until a week later he had called me from prison where he had been arrested for vehicle theft. A bunch of stuff had happened. I found out all these lies about him. He was really not the person that I thought he was. He held a lot of secrets from me, and my basic problem is that was about two weeks ago, and I'm still riding emotional waves and just having a really hard time dealing with it, and it's super shitty because... He's still contacting me after I have asked him to not contact me, and I was sort of wondering where you guys stood in your own relationships with exes and communicating uh, with exes, how much communication you have with your exes, whether it makes you feel better or worse about the situation. Um, I'm such a logical person, and I feel like he, you know, I was always someone who would make sure that they don't contact their exes and cut it off, give them nothing, have no communication, and that way you'll sleep easier at night. And this is the first time I've had this sort of situation where talking to him and hearing what he has to say, better or worse, has made me feel better about the situation, mainly because he's a shithead and he keeps saying dumb things and it makes me feel better about my pain. So I hope that wraps that up. I hope you guys are good. I missed you. Thanks so much. Bye. Honey, 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 honey. Well, first of all, good to hear from you. I'm really sorry to hear this update. This is not what I hoped to hear when I heard from you. I kind of feel feel like I tempted fate with this one. When I wrote on her Facebook, she alluded to some drama. And I wrote, like, Mm -hmm. is it really terrible that I want to know what happened? Um, And now that I know, I don't feel good that this happened to you. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to feel good about it, but I didn't know. Uh, honey, this is a lot. I mean, I Molly and I met because we used to date friends. Our, our both of our ex boyfriends are friends, right? So we both know all about moving on from an ex. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but the only way to do it when you're really upset and, and wrapped in it all is to cut every single tie. Unfollow I'm talking on unfollow, social. yeah, block the Facebooks. You have to, have to, have to do that. And if you are tempted to look at it, you slam your computer closed, you go on a hike. Like you have, and it can be so hard and you can slip up every once in a while and look at his pics and whatever. But like, if you don't do that, you will never get Uh, out. I almost say, if you can spare yourself one thing, it's the fucking pics. Like spare yourself the pics. I used to look at Kale's Facebook and go, who's that? girl in his pictures and like lose my shit. And it's always going to be like, it's just like like some random. Yeah. Yeah, Like, but it like tortures you in the meantime. But guess what? Kale and I are so good now. I don't think she and this guy are ever going to be good. I know, but I'm just saying because we took two years from literally not speaking. Right. And I saw him at a party. We would go hi, hi. And we wouldn't even talk to each other. Right. And it was because I was like, if I go talk to him, I'm going to get feelings. And like, 
You gotta cut him, cut him all. And if he's coming, if he's creeping in, girl, you gotta take legal action. If it gets to that point, yeah, you're gonna have to get some legal shit. You might have to move. You might have to change your locks, right? Change your number. I had to change my number when my crazy roommate flipped out on me. Right, you right, remember right. That? Yeah, I remember that. I do remember. Yeah, that. I mean, sometimes you gotta step it up, step up your security. Yeah, I think that this guy is like obviously a very troubled person. He was hiding a lot of things from you that are really serious. And I don't know if he deserves your time and energy. No, of course not. Like this is, you know, she if you want to know, like you are if it's look, you're going to have an impulse to communicate with him. I don't know how you got through all your other relationships just being so strong about like, well, I'm not communicating. I can never do that. I suck at that. Because I mean you, I need to talk. You it make out. some pro you do I I would trip up. Yeah. But after a while, I was like, I really assessed my life. And I said, if I don't do this, I will never get out from under this. Right. And I, you know, like Sia says in her song, Elastic Heart. Yeah. You know, I have an elastic heart. Yeah. You will bounce back. It's hard to, it's hard when you're in love with someone to imagine not being in love with them anymore. But the truth is you will be, you will be not in love with them at some point. You will. That's how we are as human beings. And just if you feel like you need to want to talk to him or questioning whether or not he's a person you have in your life, write write down uh, admitting he cheated on you. Drinking problem. I mean, that right there is it. Prison for vehicle theft. Right there. Cheating is, that's it. Prison for vehicle theft. Yeah. I mean, I would rather... If he gonna put get in another car in another girl's pussy, I'd rather him take a car. Right. You know what I mean? So that's it for I me. I I would too, but I guess I can't date anyone with a probation officer, yeah. not to be judgmental. Yeah. No, I get I that. Because I know people like mm-hmm. get in situations. Yeah. It's like, I would have a difficult time dating a guy I knew at a DUI, yeah. to be perfectly honest. Well, I mean, and I'm a pretty forgiving, yeah. understanding person. I think I would have a pretty hard time dating someone that I knew. I mean, had- some, drinking, driving and drinking is so stupid. It's, it's just so, so reckless and, and, you know, yeah, no likey. And I'm not saying, honestly, that... Uh, the admitted that he cheated and the prison thing are pretty bad. The drinking problem, I'm never going to tell you to just leave someone because they have a problem. That's fucked up. But I do think that you need to really just let that prison for vehicle theft and cheated on you, admitted it on New Year's Day. Happy New Year. Like, great way to start the new year. Right. Like, I don't know if you sat him down and browbeated him it out of him, but if he started his... His new year by just waking you up with a confession of cheating on you that like... And every time a boy cheats on you, it like really does scar your heart because then every guy from here on out you're going to think is cheating on you and creeping right. on you and it's... The trust is... Your trust is broken. Yeah. Trust is broken. I used broken. to go through my ex's phone because he cheated on me and I forgave him. Yeah. And I'd be like, who's Sarah? Who's Sarah? Yeah. And he's like... Girl at work, I'm like, oh, you fucking her. You're fucking Sarah. You can't do that You'll to yourself. You'll never be okay You'll never again. be okay with it again. Yeah. You, once you've identified someone as a liar or a cheater or whatever in your head, you'll never be able to come back from that. Yep. And by the way, if you are able to come back from that, there's going to be a certain point where it hits you that you're now disrespecting yourself. And it's that's true. And that's going to be like... Go ahead. Like, Girl, you deserve yourself. better. Yeah. You got a good job. I keep up with you. You got a good job. You got a good personality. Yeah, you do. And you've always been fun and you're a fun girl. And, you know, congratulations on, on working on yourself enough to let your guard down. I know falling in love is really scary. And I know that that's a, a, a relationship is a really scary thing to open up your heart to. It really does. Like, that's why they call it falling in love. And it's an old cliche. It's hard but you're to find fucking- a good man. Can we get real? It's really hard to find a good man. I watch Millionaire Matchmaker. 
I know all about it. Patty Stanger, girl talks the truth. I really highly recommend. I know she does talk the truth. Whenever I try to convince myself that like those none of those rules apply or matter, like sorry, hate to say it, they do. Yeah. Like they do. Like I've I can't tell you like how much more respect I started getting from guys when I would just like when I just like changed the way I dated. When I just like was like I don't want to sleep with you just because I like you. Right. Like, I want to really get to know you first. It's like, really that, hard that... to break patterns because yeah. I date the same guy over and over and over again. Yeah. And me and, too. Yeah. I, that was a big problem of mine for a really long time. That's and what then, we all do. Yep. You have to learn how to attract the right people based on what you do. That's so I, crazy. I don't believe people ever really do much worse. Like I think people always do better. I think that like, you know, so if you are in a relationship that you thought was the greatest relationship of your life and you're never going to do better than that, like, no, like maybe not right away. You probably won't be able to duplicate that success. But like if you're capable of having love and being able to love someone and having a full heart and a full an elastic heart. An elastic heart. If you're capable of that, then you can you will be capable of it again. It just may not be on the timeline you expected, and you will it, you'll be better for it. Whatever your next thing is, same with jobs, same with everything. Your your next thing is always somewhat better because you know what you don't want. You know what you're not going to. That put is up true. With. You got to learn from mistakes. Yeah, that's another thing. A bunch of girls don't learn from mistakes, and they keep doing the same stupid bullshit over and over. Yeah, but there will be a breaking point forever. I think yep. there is. There's a huge it breaking point where is. you're like, oh, you're like, oh no 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 no. Yep. You're not allowed to like drill me about yep. my phone. You're not allowed yep. to like why why would it ever be acceptable for you yep. to have my email password? Yep. No, like I'm not And your friends X can tell you yeah. all day long. He ain't no good for you. <laughs> yeah. But until you see, you wake up that one day and go, you know what? I'm not okay with this. I'm oh not my God. you're not gonna treat me like this. Yeah. So girl, nobody's gonna treat you like that. No. And it just sucks. But know that you are gonna get to one place. A day, one, a place one day where you wake up and all of a sudden it's like dried up a little bit. Like yep. it's just like, you're like, oh, okay. These are the facts. I'm single right now. I work hard. I have a pretty good life. Like I have a vehicle to get me to and from where I need to go. I have a family that loves me. I have friends that love me. Like I have Hulu Plus. I can I watch Hulu Empire Plus. all I want. 100 fucking percent. That is it. When, those are the luxuries of being like an adult that I knows what they like. Hulu and Hulu Plus. There's worse things than being single or like there's definitely there's not a lot of things that are worse than being beholden to someone who's a psychopath yes. and stealing vehicles and hurting you and cheating on you ruining the first day of your new year fuck that it's your new year too like you didn't you know and if you're if you browbeated the information at there's a browbeating going on to get that information i'm going to tell you that you've already like psychologically like gone to a place that you'll never be able to recover from. Hell yeah, girl. Once people are like, give me the information, like, you know, you're dealing with like, you just got to move on. Yeah. Got to move on. Good luck, girl. Good luck. We love you. Next call. Hey, moms. Uh, my name is Chloe. Um, and recently I invited a really close friend of mine to go on um, a little vacation with me. And um, she and I have been friends since, like, preschool. We've been friends, like, forever. She's, I consider her my closest friend in the world. And um, a few months ago, I brought up to her that I was going on a trip to Colorado, and I invited her to go with me. And she was, like, totally gung-ho, like, totally for it, really excited. She's like, I'll request the time off work. Uh, we continued talking uh, through text message because we live in uh, different cities. But... 
um, she was, like, really excited about it, like, planning it with me and everything. And um, up until, like, seven days before, she was talking to me about it. And so um, three days before we were supposed to leave, I was, like, calling her and texting her and trying to, like, find out, you know, make the final plans and everything. And she just, like, ignored me. Uh, she didn't answer any of my calls. She didn't answer any of my messages. Um, and I didn't hear anything from her. And I left and went on a trip alone. And I still haven't heard anything from her. It's been, like, a week and a half since I got back from the vacation. And I know she's alive, but um, I just don't know what this means for, like, our friendship. I don't know what to say to her. I'm I'm really, really hurt by this. So, um, I mean, I don't know. What would you do? I don't even know where to go from here. Please advise. My mom used to say the same to me when I was a kid where she was like, Molly, you will always find out who your real friends are when you're on vacation with them. And I think thankfully, so true. you didn't even have to go on the vacation to find out about this one. Like travel makes people fucking weird. It travel. so does. I went on vacation with a friend and I found out that she has to pee every five minutes. I didn't yeah, know that weird. about her until that we were on a trip. Weird. And then she's also probably addicted to cocaine. I mean, it says something's going on. Some yeah. Girl got something going on. Yeah, I, I don't. I have people ghost me semi regularly in LA. Right. It's a very flaky place. Yeah, let's hang out. Okay, and then you like never hear from them. I mean, it's crazy that people pull these disappearing acts. I'm interested if if her friend is posting pics or like, how does she know she's alive? You know? Yeah, I think that I would something go to her must door. be wrong. I would go to her. I know they don't live in cities. I would drive to her fucking house. Yeah, wait for that bitch to get home from work and be like, where have you been? Where you been at? <laughs> because that's some bullshit. She probably paid the Airbnb deposit. They were going to split it. I that's think, some bullshit. I really think that this friend is having some sort of right, emb- a shameful crisis. crisis. Right. Something probably surrounding money or an embarrassing dynamic in her romantic right. relationship. She that might is, have crabs or something. You know, like her boyfriend probably could have been like, you're not allowed to go. Like, do you want to call your right. best friend and say like, hey, girl, like, I can't go on that vacation we planned because my boyfriend's a fucking controlling psycho. Right. Like, we don't know what happened yeah. to her. It sounds like whatever it is, though, like, that's the only excuse I can think of yeah. apart from this girl having a split personality or you being like way over invested and slightly delusional about this vacation you guys were supposedly supposed right. to have. Those two, if. I, the only thing I can imagine is like if she's something's a good wrong person, something's wrong. I hired somebody one time to shoot some stuff for me. And it's a friend I of mine. you were going to say to follow a friend oh, of yours. No. Oh, okay. I hired someone. I paid up front. And then I'd email. He, I was like, yeah, get it to me in a couple weeks. A couple weeks went by. Didn't hear from him. I emailed him. Hey. Never responded. I mean, he friggin' iced me out. And I was about to drive to his house and Never be like, where are you at? Never pay up front. But eventually I went around. I, I emailed his wife. And I was like, and I wasn't going to go there. I got his number. I was like calling him, all this shit. Because I'm a very non-confrontational person. So right. it made me really uncomfortable. I t- said to his wife, like, is he okay? I didn't say where he at. I was like, I've been trying to get a hold of him. She wrote me back and she's like, we're having really bad financial problems. They have a kid and stuff. She was like, we have a really bad financial problems and he's just been so depressed and like whatever. So he finally responded and he was like so apologetic. And I was like, okay, he had a meant he had a breakdown. Yeah. There's something going on with her. It is easy to assume. Well, well, it's also easy to have something go wrong in your life and to say, I don't need to tell anyone that exactly today. I can tell them another day and it's not going to be that bad. Then you wake up the next day and that thing that was like 
kind of a big deal the day before is now a massive deal and you really don't want to tell them today. And the next thing you know, like, I had to say it. Do you think she fucked your boyfriend? Like, do you think that, like, I, well, I'm serious. Like, maybe, like, there's something, like, fit, like wrong with this girl. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, you got to really explore the options because there's that this is yeah i think something's going on with her like with a financial problem or um mental health there's something for sure that because sometimes it's really easy when you're overwhelmed to just ignore everything right i've done that to people i regret it i mean as a 30 year old woman i would do that but yeah yeah best case scenario she's just a shitty friend i think there's something definitely going on here that's bigger than a vacation i want to know if like she's posting instagrams like hey girl i'm at happy hour I'd comment, like, where you at? That's what I imagine. Where you been at? Hey, I called you. Yes. Yeah, looking forward to hearing from you. Yes. But it's hard, it's hard not to do that without coming off as the psycho. Right. And, you like, at a certain point, it sounds like maybe this girl's, like, in her early 30s or something. Like, the age we are now, like, if someone did that to me, I'd just be like, I'd give them, I'd write them an email being like, hey, I haven't heard from you. I went on the vacation. It was really fun. But I just want to make sure you were okay because I haven't heard from you. Right. If you, if you showed up, if someone showed up where I was at, I'd be like, don't you get that I just don't want to talk to you? Right. Yeah. Like, but tell them. We're too old for that. Respond and go, you know, right. I don't want to go on vacation with you. I was trying to be nice. I've changed my mind. Fine. Now I know the truth. I won't be worried about you. Right. Well, not everyone's as brave as we Communication, are. Communication. Guys. I, I don't know. So what should Rachel do? Just show up at her house? I mean... I try every way to reach out. Email, text, call. If you know her parents or her friends, go on their Facebook, get her best friend and go, I'm worried about her. Where is she? Do what I did with that guy. Work every (laughs) angle. And if that doesn't work, show up at the bitch's door. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. (laughs) Drive to her house in her state. Be like, oh, hi. How convenient. Where you been at? I paid the Airbnb deposit. Did you she didn't say split that? it with she me. Paid the Airbnb I'm deposit. just saying she said they were planning on the vacay. Oh, Surely oh, they so had all that worked out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think of Rachel as what's her name? Chloe. 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 I think of Chloe as like a financially independent woman, almost like an anime character yeah. of an adult. I mean, I love that. I, I respect that because that's how I wish I was. But unfortunately, I make my friends split the I, I make them Venmo me in advance. Yeah. You know, Venmo me in advance. Oh, my God, Jackie, you kill me. <laughs> I just bought like 55 tickets to Fifty Shades of Grey the opening night. And I said, I will not buy you a ticket till I get that Venmo. Mm-hmm. When that Venmo come in, I will buy the tickets. The whole K row is mine. Oh, my God. I On love the 12th it. of February. Is it the 21 and over screening? Um, It's the one. At, it's the Arclight uh, 1045 on February 12th. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I'm very excited, excited for you. Oh I, ho- I hope it's good. I, hope it's I don't good. even know if it will be. I just like, I love girly stuff. I love like celebrating. I saw, I saw Magic Mike at the 21 and over Yeah, I did too. And it was like single women it was and amazing. gay guys and it was everything. Oh my God. <laughs> I made everyone at the theater die laughing. I went to that one. I went to the Sunday <laughs> night one of that. And it was, what did I do that was so funny? I don't remember. I was like, yes, honey. Like I kept like yelling things in the in moments. Oh yeah, there was a gay guy in the theater where um, someone was like, shh, and then the guy was like, what are you here for the plot? Oh my god. Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh my god. I love it. I'm obsessed with that. Oh, I wish that guy would call in. Me too. Let's get some men in here. I know that I like him because you know he probably would never normally say that and totally knows it's rude to talk into a 
talking to movie theater, but he was probably like a little drunk. Like maybe he had like one too many vodka sodas and he gets a little like mean when he drinks. So he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Everyone in that theater was like on one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was the Vicious. best. Including me. I had the most fun in that movie. Like great. when, uh, when Genuine came on, I mean, I lost my mind and I know I'm going to do that for 50 shades, even though I'm really sad. Charlie Hunnam isn't the lead. That would have been, that would have been it for me. He's my number one. Oh, he is. Number one, Shia. Shia. Well, they're pretty close at this point. Yeah. Shia's number two, though. Well, I love that for you. Yeah. Okay, Chloe, good luck. Okay, we have an email here from uh, John from Baltimore. Do you want to do a little cold read <gasps> oh, moment? Oh, love it. Good morning, Baltimore. I know. Okay. We watched that the other day and we're like dying yeah, for it. Yeah, so good. Okay, hey, Malls, Christina, Chrissy, and insert name here. That's Jackie. you. My friend and I recently went through breakups. We're both 26. She's straight. I'm gay. We bonded over our shitty exes and grew closer, but it seems like I'm moving on sooner than she is. It's been three months since we were both dumped. Lately, I've returned to the world of the living. I've been going out and meeting new guys. My friend is still pretty depressed. She sends her ex emails and text messages. She often says that she lost the love of her life and that she'll never be happy without him. She derides her appearance often and remarks on how much her ex's new girlfriend is prettier than she. Oh, honey. I don't know what to do to help her. After my breakup, I just listened to Fiona Apple, started taking Lexapro, and eventually I felt better. I think her problem is ultimately a lack of self-esteem. She doesn't see herself as the funny, beautiful, smart girl that everyone else sees. I try to remind her of this, but it doesn't seem to help. I support her and listen to her when she's going through it. I try to get her out of the house to socialize. Nev socialize. Nevertheless, she's still stuck in this spiral of self-loathing. My questions to you are, do you have any tips or tricks to increase your self-esteem? How do you fight your insecurities? Is there any way to help a friend that won't help herself? John from Baltimore. P.S. I love you, Molly. I've been a fan for a very long time. I've always respected you for being a resilient, intelligent, authentic person. Every time I'm out at bars downtown, I hope that Derek and you will be visiting his hometown and I'll run into you just the same person that I love your work. That's so meaningful. Oh, my God. I First of all, I love Baltimore and I love oh John yes. and I love Derek, too. Yes. I love everything that Baltimore you just Baltimore makes mentioned. great men. Yeah, they do. They really do. They do. Those Waters brothers are adorable. I love Derek and his brother. They're adorable. Those are really the... I know, like, four people from Baltimore. So, but Robin the ones Quivers. I know are... are re, that's Robin right. Quivers. That's right. You love Howard. I love Howard. So does Derek. Um, I do, too. We both love it. He really loves it. Derek there. has to get on. I would yeah. lose my well, mind. Yeah, well, he did... Um, he did, he did the wrap-up uh, show. The wrap-up show, yeah. yeah. Girl, I that know. That was pretty cool. I follow everything. That's right. <laughs> I was really hoping I'd get famous within five years before he retires. So let's let's move this along so Howard can meet me. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about this. Okay. Well, I think that you are doing a fantastic job, and he, this should surely capture his attention. But we um, have kind of a serious question here. Justin, I think this is something that plagues a lot of people, mm -hmm. and I think it's awesome Yep. I don't think it's awesome that your relationship ended, but I think it's awesome that you guys had each other, especially while you were feeling really depressed. But you seem to have like a really healthy grasp on how to break up. Like, like you said, you listen to Fiona Apple, like you got your cry on, you did your Lexapro. Now, you know, you've done your proactive moment, but I'm going to be honest, girl. I have abandonment issues. Yep. Like I have major abandonment issues. I think everyone's going to leave me and then I'm going to die alone, poor and cold. And that. It's like not even it's like I'm just like, why? Uh, what didn't I do that made you happy? Like I get so I get tore up during breakups and I would love to sit here and be that girl. that's like 
no, you just need to get over it. And like, you're totally fine. You're above it. I mean, granted, we just told Laura Condi a shade of that, but that was a really extreme example of someone that's like, there can't, can't, I ain't missing you at all, you know? But I mean, everyone has their own breakup timeline. Three months, like, that's pretty quick to recover. Pretty quick. I mean, also, I love my gay friends for all of their resiliency right. in dating. It's true. My gay friends, uh, this is not true of all gay guys in any capacity, but I will just say that it does seem like I don't know as many gay guys that cry as I do straight girls that cry and cry and cry yeah. about breakups. And I think I there's cried something culturally that's set up for us that's yes. like, it's like, Oh, the failure of relationship is like a sign that you would never be a good wife, which means you would never be a good mom, which means that like the two things that like biologically part of you believes you were put here on the planet for have now failed you. And like you can't you're not going to ever deliver on that level. And 26 is like still really clueless. So totally I was clueless. single. The last time I was single, I was 25. And it yeah. was the that was my last big breakup. When I was, was I, my big breakup was when I was tw- uh, 26. Like one, the one that just like devastated I me. Remember, you remember. We were driving in my Mustang on our way to the St. Vincent. The yeah. Thrift and store, I was dying. And was you dead. sounded like this person. You were like, I'm never going to love anyone like this. This is who the truest love. Yeah. And I remember being like, he didn't even like me. That's the reality but, like, of it. It's is, like, fine, he, like, though. barely knew I was alive. But it all worked out i was the i was i I fit into his life for way longer than i should have because so now i guess i don't know maybe your friend can listen to this and just know that maybe two three years from now whenever no it's been seven years ago now at this point or something i am so like duh of course we broke up like you have to have the inner strength and confidence in yourself to know that you can get through this and you will get through this it's such a weird thing as a human being to be like i'm not gonna love this person anymore in a couple years right but it's true you're not you're not you're gonna be fine you're gonna meet a great guy and you won't even you'll be like oh remember when i dated that idiot and i was so sad about it and you'll be laughing about it i used to sit in the lukewarm bathtub and (laughs) listen to you were mine by the dixie chicks on repeat (laughs) that song is so sad Bad. And like in the bath, the bath would get cold, and I'd be just sitting there shivering, and be like, I, you know, he doesn't let me back, and whatever. It's so hard, and so I, I just think maybe at the three month mark is where you can start getting real with your friend, right. and just start being like the things that you couldn't say before that you knew to be true, like he's ugly. Right. Like he's not cute. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a fucking job. Like right. whatever it is. Like if he does have a job, he's underemployed and isn't going to do anything about it. Like it's just like anything. Get that, real with it. The Get shit that you were it. never going to say. Just be like, would you want the father of your kid to have no motivation? Would you want the father of your kid to like? How? What, what are you going to do? Like if this sort of thing. Like everyone thinks they're going to marry everyone, and you're just not. Most people are not getting married, so you're fine. Like just, just. She needs to know that and you need to start getting real with her about that. And you need to also start showing her, I think, a really good, subtle, subliminal message that you can send any single woman is to get her watching movies like She Devil and movies with like powerful female protagonists like that are Empire, doing it on their like own. Like Cookie Lion? Yes, exactly. Like someone that's just a, like either going to like is so is so above their romance they're gonna blow life up or doesn't even appear to be missing it go watch baby boom that woman did a wonderful thing all by herself in that movie and again i'm one more time gonna plug the ci album just really listen to her lyrics because she has a thick skin and an elastic heart yeah and you do too girl 
I love how he says, like, I wish she could see how beautiful and smart and funny she is like I do. I feel like say that to her every day. When you get your heart stomped on, you just feel like you're ugly and, like, nobody wants you. But Also, like, just say to her, do you, girl, like, what are you saying? Like, do you know how stupid that is to say that yes. out loud, that, that she's prettier than you? Don't say that out loud. No, and again, block that shit. Yeah. Cut him out. I know we can all do it. I promise. Block him on Instagram. Erase his Facebook. Because you don't need to see what he's up to. Girl, you're hot. You could go get any guy you want. Tips on self-esteem, just honestly fake it. Just fake it. Fake it till you make it. It's on the top of my Tumblr. That's all. Fake I- it till you make it. People are like, you look so good, Jackie. I'm like, yeah, I look really good because I took two hours and I have my best outfit on. I'm going to go home and wear sweatpants and my glasses <laughs> and watch Felicity on Hulu Plus alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fake it till you make it, honey. Yeah, people need to just... She needs to just start, just stop, just, uh, I don't know. I had a lot of really good friends, especially at that point in my life, who really indulged me in the sadness of my breakup. A lot of people in my life at that time knew that that was a devastating thing for me, that to be honest, I didn't really have a lot else going on. Like I was, you know, struggling, struggling, blog That was when you didn't have a car. I mean, mean, I'm telling you. you've really risen up. Uh, honestly, I'm going to go fucking go pick up my new car today. Yes. But I'll tell you, I'm broke and I still blog for a living. Hey. So, but you know what? I'm broke, but I'm happy. Exactly. I'm poor, but I'm kind. Yeah. Girl, that's the album. Get Jack a little pill. Damn, girl, that will make you feel good. Yeah. Would you forgive me, love, if I danced in your shower? You know girl. that bonus track at the girl, end? Everyone Get knows that bonus track because it's so good. Who did a cover of that that was so good? I don't know, but I need to know. Yeah, there was a cover of that oh online floating around a couple years that ago. That was really good. That song will like, I will go back That's to that dark. dark place. I actually like, now that you've said that, I think that might need to be the first song I play in my new car. Oh my God, <laughs> I would live for that. Because it's so visceral. Yeah. And I remember like crying to that song. Yeah, like my I don't even think she boyfriend. knew she was being recorded. That oh was God. just her. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> just her, her vagina and her heart are open. You know, she's lying there exposed. Anyway. Yeah, tell your friend that too. Tell her yes. there's something like beautiful in her vulnerability right now. I fucking cashed in on that breakup. Do you know how many blog posts I fucking wrote that got me jobs? That like I got entire fucking lifestyles based off of the shit that I would write when I was brokenhearted because people would be like, oh, yes. this girl has nothing you and she is live. putting it out there. You and gotta people, live to I got get hired experiences. for a lot of jobs based off of some of that stuff. And so right. I do have to say that sucked, but that propelled me to the next stage of my life. And, uh, you know, I, I think I, if she gets her head out of her ass, the next boy might be the big one. That's true. I Ooh, really do. Definitely tell her that. And yes. also Baltimore, there's such good guys there. You're going to have so much fun. I'm so like, not jealous of you, but like, it must be nice to be 26 and have the whole fucking yes! world ahead of you. And I bet she is beautiful and funny and smart. Yeah. John you know? doesn't hang out with the uggos. I can hear the bells. I really love that musical. Yeah. It's Hairspray. So good. P.S. We're both wearing mauve lipstick. Yeah. Mine's Kat Von D. Mine is uh, NARS. Oh, crushing. NARS is so good. Uh, oh, no. Cruising. I don't have my glasses on. I don't know what mine's called. There's a huge difference between crushing and cruising, and I'm not interested in it. Mine um, is called Lovecraft. I like yours a lot. It's I like Kat Von actually, D. She has good makeup. She does. I read this article about what celebrities have good lines. And hers was on it. And I trust the internet. Who else has good lines? 
Um, I don't listen. I didn't take them all to memory. But you just heard Kat Von D and Ram. It was a Refinery29 article. Okay. And it was called, like, Celebrity Makeup Lines That Don't Suck. Okay. And I just, her her concealer and Is her really good. are, like, really good. They yeah. recommend her concealer a lot. She has a tattoo cover yeah, up. Yeah, that's and what it's, it like is. it's, really good. Yeah. For, yeah, it's great. Um, okay, so that's cool. All right, so this is awesome. We got an interview with Nick, the roommate. We actually get to have him sit with us at the table as opposed to preparing some sort of delicious meal in the kitchen behind us, which everyone's always very curious about. And everyone's always very curious about Nick. They want to know what's his deal, what's Nick's deal. And Christine is very protective of Nick. So I did have to get these questions pre-approved. And um, I wrote them very thoughtfully, uh, hopefully to capture the most essence of Nick I could get. I hope I did you guys proud. I gave you the opportunity to submit questions on Twitter. I don't think you thought I was serious, but yes, it really is happening. Nick is really here. Hi, Nick. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. We're so happy to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, okay, I'm going to ask you five questions. <clears throat> I, t- I promise, Christina, I'd keep this short. Okay. Okay. Um, if we photographed your aura, what color do you think you would be and why? My aura? I think it would be orange because I think someone in high school once told me I had an orange aura. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. like amber is the color of your energy? Yes. Yeah. yeah, not quite amber, but some yeah, some kind of an orange. Is I don't that know. what they – did they say that exact line? Because if so, that's a song there. We did like that song back then, but I don't yeah. think that was the reason. And there was just this girl who was kind of a hippie in high school uh-huh. who had this thing about seeing people's auras where she would stare at us for periods of time. I so. believe that about yeah. people. I believe. Do you believe that people – that's not one of the questions, but do no. you believe in that sort of stuff? Um, I don't know. I think that – Maybe that girl was seeing stuff that she wanted to see sometimes, but okay. I think there's a possibility. So, okay. Yeah. Touche. Um, you take very good care of yourself. That's a big topic of conversation whenever you come on. We're always notice that you're very healthy, and we want to know, is it like, do you aspire to act a model, or is health just something you generally care about? Or like, what is your, why, what's with the health? We want to know. Um, yeah, I just like to feel good. I like to be healthy, but I mean, I still like to drink and have fun and do all yeah. that fun stuff. But when I'm sober and working, I get the most done when I'm being healthy and uh, eating good food and that kind of thing. So I wouldn't, I don't know. It's just kind of happened, I guess. You don't so. like ever have like a cheesecake factory night? <clears throat> oh yeah, all the time. I mean, I have Jack in the Box all the time too. So, okay. Yeah. So you guys are just seeing me during But the are day. you like, but do you act? Do you model? Like what's going on? Or I why used to. are you living in LA? Okay. Yeah. I When I first moved back to LA, I moved here with no plan. I had like two mm-hmm. grand and no idea what I wanted to do, but I lived here before and I did do some modeling gigs just for some extra money and, um, you know, I went to auditions and that kind of stuff. I still go to commercial auditions, but that's not my main shtick. It's just kind of right. fun and something to do. So, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that would be – that's kind of like the gold mine. <laughs> if you don't care about commercials and then you happen to book one, I feel really stressed for the people when you – I had a commercial agent for a brief period of time who fired me because I, like, would always refuse to go to auditions. I'd be like, I don't feel like doing that today. Right. And he was like, well, you have to be, like, in the game. And I was like, well, I don't really know what the game is. I'm uh, kind of unclear on why. I just kind of thought maybe I'd get strike it rich and do one commercial and become a millionaire. I think a lot of people think the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, acting is something you have to be very committed to. I really, I really, really, really respect actors actually for that reason. Um, what's your number one rule in dating? Number one rule in dating. Hmm. Try not to be too desperate right at the beginning. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you often find yourself like fending them off? No, no, not as much as you'd think. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, I think it's just a matter of, uh, 
you know, being yourself, but not trying to overthink it and not trying to come across too desperate and not trying to overthink all the little things, which I think people misinterpret the small stuff all the time, especially women. A lot of calls come in about that sort of stuff. And that's a really good About people overthinking small things? Yeah, just like they slept with someone on Tinder and like all of a sudden, like (laughs) it's a lifestyle meltdown. And like, I just, you know, I think that. Yeah, I think some people forget that guys just kind of overlook so many small details. Right. You know, you would be surprised how little people actually think about the small things sometimes outside of your own head. Totally. Totally. That makes sense. Uh, no, it makes total sense. So I don't know if that's a rule. I guess that's just kind of a strategy, I guess, or a, a mindset. No, that's, <laughs> I think, yeah, it's a good mindset. Um, okay, wait. So you're a nightclub manager, right? Well, kind of. I'm a regional operations manager, so I'm not there at night a lot. Okay. So okay. I deal with like marketing and operations and HR, that kind of thing. What's something about the, that industry that would surprise us? Not, it's like, oh, it's actually really boring. That's what a lot of people want to answer. But everyone's job is boring. I know you, there's some weird, crazy stuff going on in the light, nightlife community. Yeah, there is a lot of weird, crazy stuff. There are parties. But I guess one thing that surprises a lot of people is that I'm not partying all the time. I like to party. But yeah. I don't always party in my venues. I guess the biggest thing is that you know people think that it's really easy and you're just kind of having fun all the time but it's actually a real challenge to throw the kind of party that you want to throw or to get the crowd in that you, you want to get in. You have to be the sober one. You have to be the sober one. I think also just people don't realize how what how much of a full-time job it is just taking care of employees and dealing with crazy people that are just trying to get free money out of a lawsuit or a right. claim or something. So. Well, we watch Vanderpump Rules so we do know oh, okay. a little bit about how crazy the service industry can yeah. be. So we, mm-hmm. but not, I'm sure it's on a different scale mm-hmm. altogether. And your world. Um, okay, so if you, uh, what song do you wish you have written? If you could have written a song, which song would it have been and why? Where's My Mind by the Pixies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Why did you pick that song? Um, I used to love that song because it was the only rock song at the end of Fight Club. Okay. The rest, of the, the rest of the music in that movie was all done by the Dust Brothers, which was all very electronic based. And I don't know, just that song... Kind of had this weird, cool, kind of edgy, fuck it mentality. Yeah. Slash kind of easygoing vibe that kind of made you feel better about losing your own mind when you're a kid. I love that song. So, I'm so yeah. glad you didn't say like, let it be or something. I'm no, so no, glad no. that you didn't go for like. The, the Beatles knew nothing. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. No. Let it be. Let what be. There's so much to, yeah. to do with it. Um, I'm joking about the Beatles. They're pretty cool. But, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can be contrarian and be like, well, I don't know. They're not my favorite band. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that was five questions with Nick the Roommate. We definitely Sweet. want to have you back to do five more, but we want our our, our hungry listenership mm-hmm. wants to know all about you. So cool. maybe they can um, hit us back with, with some questions for you. Let me know. I'll be around. I live here. Nick, so, you're the yeah. shit. We love <laughs> Nick the Roommate, everybody. A round of applause for Nick the Thanks, Roommate. Thanks, guys. We love you. Bye. Bye. Uh, next call. Okay, so hello. That was Rachel. <laughs> this is Rachel. And the last message was from me, and I sounded like a fucking psychopath, and I forgot to fucking close out of the message when I was on the phone because I was also on Instagram because, to use your own terminology, I have put on my shoes way too tight today. And I just want to apologize and kind of redo that because literally I sounded so static. I don't even care if you play it because it's probably hilarious or it's just painful. I'm not really sure. So, bottom line, my question is just, um, I have an Instagram account specifically for fitness. It's called Sharp Gets Fit. And while a lot of my friends are super receptive to it, uh, some people 
are kind of like just trolling me so hard. And I've just recently realized that a lot of people from my school are following me and just kind of talking shit on one Wednesday. It's a big group thing here. And I was just wondering what I should do to combat that, how I should embrace it. Is this just my journey and I'm going to be hated on forever? If that's the case, then I guess I'll buck up and, like, really just fucking plow through it. But uh, I have no shame in this account. I actually followed you. So you can look at it. Uh, But, like, I'm sponsored. It's going well. I like it. And it makes me feel good. I just would like to know how to handle it in public. So please advise. Once again, sorry for being a fucking psychopath. Uh, that was really strange. <laughs> Bye. Okay, Rachel number two, you are do not sound like a psychopath. You have to stop doing that to yourself. Yes. We're all very upset about it here. Chrissy, it was like, I don't like the way these girls talk about themselves. Also, and I'm like, I we agree. apologize too much as women. We really, truly do. We're conditioned by society. Do not apologize. You called again. It's fine. Do you remember that fucking racist guy that called up and said that, quote unquote, Lupita or whatever in the kitchen could be getting a kickback from the tips? I don't think he was stoned and I don't think he even gave a shit that he was a fan. He was like, oh, it might be racist, whatever. Like, guys don't care at all you need to get on that level so what you smoke some shoes today your shoes are on tight we love that for you that means she's stoned jockey that's oh our, got it that's our uh in podcast well you know slang. i'm all about that because i got a card we learned about it from chuck ford yeah it was the guest chuck ford and Derek. i do us. i love shoes i put them on tight all the time so rachel we're not here to judge you but um I do want to say that I, I, I know Jackie has a lot to say on this, but I will just say really quickly, I had a coworker that like went away for the summer and came back Vine famous. And like he was like famous on Vine and had like 100,000 followers or something obscene and like his Twitter following was growing. And like, you know, like we would kind of like make rib him for it. We'd be like, oh, he's like oh, probably in the bathroom recording a Vine. Like we would just like make fun of him for it because I'm sorry, like. It's just fun to make fun of people and people are always going to get made fun of and people are always going to be making fun of you. And I'm like, I know, like you think I like, you think I don't know that there's people that are like that girl, Molly McLear that I went to high school with grew up to be a fucking freak. She like started some fucking gay ass business with Zo- about fingernails with Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> and she's like, does some fucking podcast with all of her re- weird comedy friends. And she dates that guy from that drunk show. Like, do you know, like people troll me so fucking hard. Haters gonna hate Haters girl. gonna hate. But yes. also you're doing something interesting and different than everyone else. So of course they're going to be like, I'm going to look at the one person in our group that's doing something different. And I'm going to be like, LOL. And like, I don't know. Maybe you like have really stupid ass diagrams that you post and maybe you need to look at that. Maybe there, maybe you are doing something a little troll worthy. Just maybe just look at it, assess your brand, do a little one-on-one with yourself and your brand and see if like what you're doing. I've had moments where I've checked in and been like, girl, you're fucking insane on Twitter and you need to delete that app from your phone for a month. And just like, if you feel the need to update Twitter, you have to go through the pain of logging in through Safari and then logging back in and out. I, I will sometimes put myself on a Twitter diet because I'm like, girl, you know you. You think everything you say is like relevant and interesting and you'll just be like, oh, everyone needs to know this. And so you'll just put it out there and then later be like totally regretful. So do a little brand assessment. Make sure you're not embarrassing yourself. But know that for the most part, people are always going to be weirded out by anything that's a little bit different. Jackie, what do you think? Okay, so I know exactly what this is like because I'm a vegan and I live a kind life. And a lot of people, I'm fighting the grain 
I'm fighting a very hard battle and I get a lot of shit from it. I have a friend who started a vegan uh, Instagram. The vegan Instagram has taken off. Her vegan Instagram has like quadrupled the followers of her personal account. And all the comedians hate on her constantly. Foot pushing that bullshit on us. Pushing that quinoa. It's because you're making a difference. You're being fit. I'm sure your friends are scrolling, sitting on their fat it's asses. fitness. And are like, bitch looks good, I'm going to hate. And you're that's the truth. You're doing nothing so, wrong. So live in your truth. Do your thing. Haters are going to hate, but guess what? It's because you're stirring up shit inside for them. Yeah. They know that they should be trying to get fit. They know they should be trying to be well. Yeah. And they're not. So they, what do they do? They fight it. Just like with the vegan stuff. It's they a fight little it. bit like, like picking on the goody-goody in class. Right. Like you're like, okay, so like, yes, it annoys me that this person right. is better at me than everything. Right. But like... They're going to go to a good college and probably and like sounds, not develop a drinking so problem in uplifted. their mid-20s. She like, sounded so uplifted discussing it. She was like, I'm getting sponsors. I'm getting attention from it. Yes, you're doing good. You're doing something that people are responding to. That's wonderful. And haters come out when you get a following. That's just the first time I got my first hate message on my Tumblr. I was like, oh my God, I have enough followers that I have hate followers. Oh my God, yeah. I it's do such an amazing. And if you put yourself out there, just know you're going to get haters. If you can't handle it, erase the app. Yeah. Because people are, look, read like Justin Bieber's or like Kim Kardashian's. Half of their comments are, go kill yourself, you fucking asshole. Like crazy dark yeah. shit. Like if you do something that people respond to, you're going to get haters with Absolutely. it. Push them out. Focus on the positive. Keep living that good life, girl. I bet you look hot. She even plugged it. She even plugged it I in know, there. I loved it. I'm going to go look, look it up, up later. But uh, yeah, I just, yeah, definitely want you to. Be in control of your own destiny and you're, you're doing fitness. Like I follow some girl on Instagram who literally like posts pictures of herself taking fucking bong rips. Every picture is like, and I had, I unfollowed her the other day cause it nauseated me. That's what I'm saying. I was like, this is, I was like, Oh yeah. Like this is so unhealthy and violent and strange. And this poor girl is just like, Posting a picture of her new wild fox sweatshirt and then another picture of her doing a, a quote-unquote dab. I don't even know what a dab is. People might unfollow you, might hate on you. Just know that maybe your fitness stuff is stirring up some shit for them. Yeah. And it could be like they have body issues and you're making them uncomfortable or sad. Like just know, do you, be positive and people will be on board for it. And if they don't, then fuck them. Jackie, I'm on board for you. I'm on board for you, girl. You have uh, a Shark Tank musical coming up at UCB in LA. Yes, yes. It's called Singing, Singing with Sharks, the Shark Tank musical. Which I love. I love Shark Tank. February 20, I want to say February 25th. Who are you playing? Um, I haven't written myself a part yet, but I think I'm going to be the founder of the Squatty Potty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, not Lori. You wouldn't go for Lori. I've already casted as a fabulous person. They're both okay. fabulous. Okay. I, I, they're both very petite women. You know, I, I, I'm, I love casting. I love giving the gift of great dialogue to other I love performers. That for you. I think you I'm be. gonna be an entrepreneur. Not mm. sure what yet. I'm I may be hold on to your haunches. You know those ladies with the like Lululemony pants. I didn't know that. I might be them, but uh, we'll see. Okay. Um, you guys, please give us a call. Send us your calls, your updates. If we answered your call today, we want to know what's going on with you. I'm very curious. Both Rachel's. I really want to know. And yeah. please watch the Elastic Heart video. <laughs> please watch the Elastic Heart video. That's that's Jackie's it's big just, plea. And tweet at her at uh, Jackie Michelle with one yeah. L, right? Is it Jackie? Jackie under underscore Michelle with one L. Because I never got, I didn't get on Twitter till like yesterday. You were trying to get me on Twitter back in 2008. And everyone's like, this girl's weird. She lives too much of her life online. I wonder what's going to happen to her. And look where I am now. Hey, girl, you got that check mark. You know, you're doing good.
I don't know what who's I don't know whose tits I sucked to get that check mark, <laughs> but I did. I clearly. I sucked am always so genuinely happy for my friends when they get their check mark. It's a really big deal. <laughs> oh my god, that's the most LA thing I've ever heard. I'm my dead friend for Haley it. just got hers, and I was like, "Girl, that is so dope." And my friend Rob just got his. He's the one that did that Shia LaBeouf video, the Cannibal Shia LaBeouf video. Oh, okay. It's like amazing. He got his check mark. I was like, I'm so happy for you. I really am. Never will this podcast mention Shia LaBeouf as many times as we did tonight. That was coincidental. That was purely coincidental. I'm I promise. I'm so sure. You're manifesting Guys, that I'm going to leave right now. I'm going to drive to Silver Lake where I live. I might run into him. That's the end of the story. A we'll never see us again. dinosaur coffee moment. I M- love that. Might be. Okay, guys. Again, call us 323-450-7408. Email us at askpleaseadvise, plzadvise at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Please underscore advise. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Please go find us there. Um, soundcloud.com slash please advise and we love it when you rate us on itunes and leave a review that's you know positive in nature i think there's one person who said i'm like the most vapid retarded person that they've ever heard in their entire life and to him i say what i said to rachel too which is that haters gonna hate and i'm haters gonna, gonna hate y'all. assess my brand because maybe i am just being a vapid bet i mean i have always not at that's all how I've, that's how i've made my take it to hundreds. the bank honey um you guys i love you guys live in your truth live in your truth everybody that's all that i can say i love your motto i love you bye jackie bye bye guys bye america next week <laughs> <laughs>